I'm Erica Lynn, and we all know the ocean is the most demanding environment on Earth, consistently testing the reliability and durability of our equipment. When you spend as much time fishing as I do, you know that reliable gear is essential for staying on the water. This is why I went with Abyss Battery to power my trolling motor, electronics, and outboard. The guys at Abyss Battery are rattling the saltwater industry by manufacturing performance marine batteries specifically designed for sonar, outboards, trolling motors, and electronic fishing reels. They're also Bluetooth compatible, so I found Checking battery statuses right on your phone while you're out on the water is a huge game changer. To learn more about why Abyss batteries are used by the pros and factory installed by Premier Boat Builders, visit AbyssBattery.com. We're back. T.A. Mahoney, Tales from the Dark Side. Been a little while. Got a new year. Some new people in. You know, I always kind of worry about bringing somebody in here who's known me a long time because, you know... <laughs> Usually I'm the one that gets to tell the stories from way back, but uh, today I got attorney Paul Reed from Reed and Reed, a new sponsor of Tales from the Dark Side, very good family friend, and uh, I appreciate you coming out today, Paul. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, family friend, definitely. A uh, lot of history, huh? From the beginning. Yeah, no doubt, and uh, that's kind of where, where I want to start. You know what I like to do when I do these podcasts is not get right into what you're doing now, but just kind of letting people know where you came from and some of the things that you did as you were growing up. And, like, where did it all start? Where did where did Paul Reed start the uh, – and I want you all to know something. The reason why I'm so bad <laughs> could be from, from people I hung out with. But I'm not saying that, you know, for sure. But it could have some influence there. Well, that would be my brother Keith. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So you all, uh, I met you in Brandon. Is that where you were born and raised? Or Yeah, uh, 203 Larson Avenue, six houses down from Horseman. Uh, Mike and the Mahoney's lived on Clemens, which is two or three blocks for, uh, north of that. And then my grandma and grandpa lived basically out their back door on Rozier. And so we I had don't that know. whole corner hemmed since, up. Yeah, we? since... I don't know, since it seemed like birth. It wasn't, yeah. but certainly the... Long time. At least the early teens. Uh, Paul was real good friends with my brother, Mark Mahoney, and that's kind of how, you know, like I tell everybody, I was so bad. Whenever one of the kids got the permission to go somewhere else, it was like, you need to take him with you. <laughs> oh, he's got two two brothers. And, oh, yeah, take him with you. You're not staying at home by yourself. And that's what ended up, I remember shoot the the basketball tournaments yep you yep. know hcrd well i'm talking about the ones at your house oh yeah i mean we had some good ones your brother jody uh always you know there playing well, sports with us yeah right? our house your house and the staley's yeah we all had the the basketball uh hoops that we played at basically all the time yeah my uh i remember my brother got in that one-on-one -on -one competition and did real well my dad put that court in the backyard <laughs> and you were i mean a big part of our family then he got it put in the backyard two full-size goals and what we do we stuck an eight-foot rim on the other side of it <laughs> so never, we could dunk <laughs> never played on the other <laughs> basketball hoops i mean we did but in reality i think that uh eight-foot rim got a little more use than 
the ten footer. No, for sure. And then over at Brian's was the six and a half footer. Oh, so it's even we were, better. We were king of the jungle there, slam dunking and tearing it up. That's right. So you uh, you played sports in Brandon. You played for Brandon High School baseball. Did real well. Uh, all three years played there? Yeah, back then, remember, there weren't freshmen. So I was sophomore, junior, and senior. So I was fortunate enough to make the team as a sophomore. Um, first game, we played Hillsboro. Uh, unfortunately for Duke Selden, he, uh, he made four errors and was banished to the outfield for the rest of his career. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I started at second base thereafter. Right. And yeah. you had a brother that was ahead of you. Now, yeah. did you play ball with him? Yeah, Joe. So, Joe was a senior. Right. He was the shortstop, and I was the second baseman. That's yeah. awesome. So man. it was good. Yeah, playing with him was good. Uh, you know, he uh, went on to to greater things in the old baseball world. Uh, yeah, Jody did real well. I think at one time, and probably still is, one of the most famous people I've ever known, just because he was a major league baseball player i got to see him in boston play yeah when we were up there yeah 11 years god bless you yeah. know the lord uh, the lord blessed us i don't know yeah. why but he did it, it happened <laughs> and you you went on to play college I yeah mean, a little florida a, college yeah. right there on uh, temple terrace it was fun uh had a good time you know shoulder didn't didn't Paid for work an out. education right? yep definitely it was fun it was a good yeah. time i think uh, you have a relative as well right a a, a, a nephew that played there right Woodkey yeah Woodkey played yeah, yeah he yeah. played kind of bounced all over but he was a heck of a ball player yeah. too and it, it you know thinking about those memories we get to see it sometimes like uh the Saladino tournament yep. I mean that really brings you back and a lot of people don't understand how long that's been going on and that was a a great deal back then for us to see it and all you guys playing and it was always something to do yeah 1981 you know? was the first one and yeah. we lost to uh dwight gooden and vance lovelace in the finals yeah hillsboro high yeah no it's been around forever i don't know how long that is so did but, you hit gooden oh uh, you know it's funny you say that because <laughs> uh that first game where duke selden kind of got banished and i got put in uh, I don't know if I weighed 135 pounds. I come up to bat, and I hit a dribbler. When I say a dribbler, dribbler. Put it in play, though. Oh, up the middle. It was a base hit. Hey, up the good. middle, and uh, that was that was the. I bet the stands went nuts too. <laughs> well, For, I mean, even uh, back then as a kid, I knew Gooden was oh, yeah. smoke. Oh, he was throwing I mean, 95 miles an hour. Throwing BBs. Yeah. How could you even see it just to put it in play? Well, I'm sure my eyes were closed. Yeah. You swung <laughs> level, right? <laughs> you got a piece of it. That's what matters. Yeah, no, it was uh, – yeah, I remember I only had eight hits the rest of the year, that whole year. Didn't so, matter. Yeah, I had the I one. hit off Gooden. That's all you got to say. I beat – I got him. Yeah, you know? I hear you. We didn't talk about the second at bat or the third at mm. bat, but that first one – Don't even remember it. it. Yeah. <laughs> Some good times back then, Paul. Then from there, what'd you do? Uh, never went to pros, never messed nah, with any of no, that? No, no. Talked any of them? Or? No, my shoulder. My shoulder oh, okay. blew out. And I'm not saying I would have. I mean, it's hard. Right. But my shoulder blew out somewhere in between high school and college, and it just wasn't meant to be. Yeah. So I, you know, went to school, kept going to school, kept going to school, and finally, don't ask me why, I went to law school, and kind of here I sit, you know, 30 years later. It's wild, yeah. wild how uh, our path takes us wherever. It's really not our choice. It's what doesn't seem like it does Opportunity it. and yeah. blessings happen, and you're doing good things, and you're doing really good right now. I see you everywhere advertised, and <laughs> yeah, you got figure. your family with you. Yeah. Wrote a book. 
Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about that a little bit. Let's. T- what, what was in the book? What's the book about? Oh, uh, it's uh, us growing up. Oh, wow. Yeah, mixed in with some cases, you know, law cases that I've had. But, uh, you know, example, which didn't make this book, but uh, because there's, you know, you and I have a million stories. Sure. And you can only put so many in the book. But uh, one, which was a, uh, which would probably make book number two if I have <laughs> one, is the time where uh, you and Keith were on, uh, on your bicycles and me uh, your brother Mark and Brian Staley were in the, uh, what was that red and white car? The Falcon? No, they no. were in the uh, Dodge Swinger. <laughs> we had the Valiant, but the okay. Valiant was at home. That was the white Dodge Swinger. All right. My dad always bought really nice cars for everybody to drive. So it was over there on Clay uh, and, uh, and 60. There used to be the, the, the what, the 278. The Veterans Building right there Brandon on the corner. Brandon Glass and Clay Street. Right. That's where we're talking. Yeah. And so I think we're trying to hit you guys with oranges, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got three baseball players that are older than us. We're riding our bikes around Brandon like yeah. innocent little kids. Well, I'm sure they're looking to I'm good. sure. And then here come the 90-mile-an-hour oranges. <laughs> that was unbelievable. You had us. We were on bikes. We were trapped on that back road. Yep. They we were had going you. In for the we kill. were going. I was going around like the east side of the building, and your brother in the car was going around the west side. And you hear this bam! And he ran into a tree. A tree, an oak tree that was back there. Kind of messed it all uh, oh, up. Oh, yeah. No, there was damage. Well, you know, I remember. A Spicoli that. couldn't fix that one. No. And I was, uh, I thought about that that day, and I remember as we were running for our lives, trying to hit the railroad tracks to get somewhere a car couldn't go because we were getting pelted with oranges. I heard the boom, and as soon as I did, Keith goes, let's go, it's our time to go. And I go, oh, no. And I grabbed one, and I started throwing them back at the wrecked car. The only chance we got to bomb them back. Yeah, that was so, funny. I, whatever happened, I know. I don't think I. Well, I know we didn't go home with Mark. I think he went home by himself. But I'm you sure. Know something you want to? And my brother passed away many years ago. But this was the kind of person he was. He went home at what was that? Sixteen or seventeen, y'all? Tops. Were? Yeah, tops. And told the truth. Yeah. And he had to pay for it, and he had to fix it, and they went down. Um, what was his name? A guy named, he owns Corvette Shopping Supplies right now. His name's Mike. Hmm. And uh, really, they had a little paint shop over there down off Parsons somewhere. Oh, yeah, I remember that. At somebody's that. house. And, oh, okay, I don't remember that. And he pulled into there, and my brother had to work on it and get it all ready. And then my dad paid a little bit to take care of it and get it fixed. But yeah, God bless you. God bless your parents. I mean, you, you more or less would go home or whomever, fess up to what happened. And yeah. they just kind of like, well, we got to deal with it. Yeah, I, w- I wasn't like that. I didn't come home to fess up. You had to have a recorded statement from, or something, video. I wanted my Miranda rights. Yeah, they never sent them. It was uh, bad, but, you know, when I look back, I think, all, you know, there was a lot of mistakes there. I think that makes you the person you are today, if you make it through. You know, some people uh, don't. Some yeah, people do, I mean, you know, you know the, the funny part is whether it be 
driving insane or right. or or doing a lot of the things that we did. Um, I would agree because you know we could have died a hundred times over sure in any number it, of different I mean, ways. Stupid things out oh. of trees and, and lakes and shallow water and head first and shallow swimming oh, pools. Uh, and, you know, jumping off of uh, the four-story tower in Lake Ellen yeah. and bombing each other. I'm broken necks, broken backs. It's just insane. And that's what's in the book. Yeah. Back to the book. Stuff like that. And you know. how do you get this book, Paul? Uh, you, I think it's on. What's the name of it's it? It's The Other Side of the Law. But evidently, there's a lot of the other sides of the law. Right. So you just got to go to like Amazon, type in The Other Side of the Law by Paul Reed. And it pops up. That's awesome, man. Uh, and it's funny because I look like uh, Men in Black. I got a black suit on, my black tie, and then you guys can't see, but this this little Australian Shepherd Millie's over here. She's on the cover. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty cool. It's like you know, I don't know, fifteen bucks, and yeah, it's just it's stories about uh, growing up just in Brandon. Old times in Brandon. Yeah, that's it. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. That, you know, it's kind of how. Tales from the Dark Side started. I had these guys in here, and of course, anybody who's been in here, T.A. Mahoney knows fish and animals, and most of them I've, I've gotten myself where I was on the trip. So I'm in here talking to these guys and talking about different stories, and they're on the floor laughing. <laughs> and I'm telling them like it's no big deal, you yeah, know. And just another Tuesday. They said, man, you got to do this. The yeah. stories, we've seen it on the radio. I do a radio show. Um, for quite a few years with Mike Anderson, a lot of the people that come in here and talk to me about it, it's the stories. And that's really what it is when you think about it, it's the memories, you know? Oh yeah, it was I, fun. Yeah. Writing I was, that book was fun. I was looking at a uh, video of Jim Shockey, which is probably Jim one of the Shockey. best f hunters, period, that there's ever been. And um, I think it's called The Hand of Man. And it's a museum of all, I would call them trophies. But when the guy's interviewing him, he said, yeah, I love your trophy room. He said, this ain't a trophy room. He said, this is a memory room. Every one of these has a memory, and that's what I remember about it. It's not necessarily the kill or the trophy itself, but it's who I was with and the experience. And that's really what all them stories are about. Yeah, I agree, you know, 100%. Talking yeah. about, let's hear another one from the book. Oh, from the book. Uh, Were they real good ones, or did you have to take those out? Should I share a few, yeah. or maybe not? Well, okay, so, well, let's see. One of them was uh, when we were in law school. Right. I, uh, we were, I was fixing to leave and come home forever. And so all I had was the, you talk about your dad's car, I had grandpa's Dodge Diplomat. There you go. We called it the beater. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, we didn't have money. There was no silver right. spoon. Right. So it's whatever I could pack in that car was what was coming home. Right. So, you know, we had a house and it had a futon and beds and just, you know, plates and bowls. And so, you know, believe it or not, I've been known to have a beer. Right. Yeah. So on this particular evening, right before we were leaving, well, we might have had a keg of beer. <laughs> and so uh, we, someone got the bright idea, let's just start a fire, right? So we started the fire. And what's the fire for? Warmth? No. Just no. a fire. Yeah, this was July. Okay. <laughs> so we just started a fire. I'm and, liking this one. And so it, it, 
you know, go get the futon. So we put the futon on it. And then the futon had a wood floor. So we put that like a pallet. Yeah. Put that on. Then computers went on it. Computer. Whatever you weren't Everything taking, that wasn't going home. It. Clothes, you know, everything. Next thing you know, you know, we hear this fire truck. And we're in Pasadena, Texas. I don't know if you know Pasadena. No, but, I haven't been there. Uh, it makes Brandon look like a city. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's Small. where, yeah, it's where uh, they shot, I think, uh, Urban Cowboy with John Travolta in that Gillies bar. Yep, yep. But either way, we got this massive fire. We hear the fire truck, and hey, man, fire truck, they're kind of getting closer. I, I wonder what they're doing. <laughs> never even thought. <laughs> never even considered <laughs> that they're pulling up to us. They get out, hoses and all, and like, what the heck are you guys doing? Uh, we got a fire. Yeah. And he's, the guy's angry to say the least because you know, there's about four or five of us kindles now cutting down the neighbor's trees to put on the fire oh good and so luckily no cops no no i don't even know if there were cops in this small little town right but luckily about the time he's fixing to read us the riot act i guess they got another call so he's like put out that damn fire boy and you know i don't want to come back and off he went and we kept burning stuff and finally, you know. Got rid of all your stuff. And then left the next morning and, and the Never rest is history. Yeah. Big wad of plastic in the yard. Probably all that. <laughs> I can't imagine <laughs> what was in that pile yeah, that I'm somebody sure. had to clean up. Yeah, I'm sure uh, they Now, did. mind you, the house was 550 a month rent. Well, that they, tells you they anything. They knew what they were getting. <laughs> That's for sure. So that one's in there. Uh, another one with you. And, and you remember this because we talked about it was uh, the time <laughs> I had a, remember the 67 Mustang, uh, a Camaro. Camaro. Oh, I remember. It had a tires, an engine, and that's it. And right. so uh, Michael and I were in that car, and we were heading on Williams Road. What, go to the mall maybe? No, I'll tell you exactly yeah. what it was, what was Paul, because we talked about it the other day. Bob Woodkey had a flat at Capone's Pizza. Okay. And that's over by the university. He was going to USF at the time. And he had a flat tire. Brian Staley had his. Oh, come, uh, uh, that big Nova, the green Nova. No, I think he had like a four door Impala that the floorboards no. would burn your feet. But it could have been a Nova. I think he had a green Nova. You had the Camaro. Well, yeah. when they looked at me and I said, I'm going, I'm riding in the Camaro. <laughs> I probably shouldn't have, but another special experience. What happened? <laughs> So we're, you know, if you remember back in the day when you were on Williams Road coming up to Harney, um, it dipped down about eight feet. Right at the railroad tracks. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We were, I, I, if I recall, probably listening to some ACDC song. It was Highway to Hell, by the way. <laughs> and we're racing. And uh, for whatever reason. We're winning. Yeah, we're ahead of everybody. Yeah. But we came up uh, probably 100 miles an hour and then recognized here's this ramp. Yeah. And, uh, well, it was too late all over but to crying. That and was so, unbelievable. So we jumped that. I'd say we got air. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of bounced and got air bounced. again. I thought the battery blew up the way the spark shot out from the. <laughs> yeah. That was the battery jumping up and hitting the hood. Probably uh, wasn't tied in. I'm sure. The and, motor uh, shut off. Yeah. Yep. We had and to you know pull the over. the first thing you did? No. You pulled the tape out of the tape player and threw it out the window. So I ain't listening to it no more. Boom. Uh, like a Frisbee. Yeah. Good times. But uh, no one died. That's right. Yep. And off yep. we go. That we, was funny. That we was a good learned one. to look for stop signs when yeah. you're traveling 100 uh. late at night. 
Yes. But we got everything was good. It was a uh, we got us. I think his car jumped or my brother-in-law's something tire back. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of funny because I remember sitting there and when he called and said, "Hey, I got a flat tire." It was like a reason to go somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Everybody sitting there is like, "Yeah, let's go. Yeah, we'll go save him right now." And we come rolling in like we got a entourage for my brother-in-law. Yeah, that was funny. That's good a good times, one. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, we got two segments of this, Paul. Okay. We've been through one of them. We're going to take a little bit of a break. We'll be back with Paul Reed from Reed and Reed, one of our new sponsors. Great family friend, known him forever. We'll be right back. We're back, second segment. Attorney Paul Reed, good family friend from Reed and Reed. I'm sure anybody in the Bay Area has seen the commercials. I've even done a commercial. You right have. around the boat. That yeah. was a special one. I'm glad to have an attorney. I had to run <laughs> close to the pier. Remember that? I do. Made it and you didn't nervous. want to. Well, I didn't want to do it the second and third and fourth time. <laughs> I'm always good with one. So sorry about that down at Anna Marie if you're fishing off that pier a few years ago. Yeah. So what ha what ha what's the problem with going near the pier other than the people would get angry? Well, yeah. I mean, but I mean, is it illegal? Uh, there's probably something out there about messing with somebody who's fishing. <laughs> you know, if they were spectating, which is what they looked like they were doing. I didn't see fishing rods. And I still remember the people that were, I don't want to mention their names and get them in trouble, but they were doing the filming. And she's like, oh, maybe we can go ask permission. And I told her, I'd rather tell somebody I'm sorry than ask permission for something they're going to say no. But it worked out. I, I blamed it on Tangles. Yeah. Tracy, I said, he was driving the boat. Yeah, I had, that was my boat, but that, that was, was hilarious. Him. That was him running the boat. Yeah. You know, one of the time. things I remember, Paul, and I've talked to you about this, I was 18, me and your brother living together behind Chuck E. Cheese. Ah. Oh. And uh, roommates. <laughs> that story didn't make the book. <laughs> no, we're not going to talk about stories that happened there, okay? There still could be some something yeah, going on. I don't there. think the statute of limitations <laughs> count for that, right? So Paul calls oh, me up, and he says, "Where's Keith?" And I go, "I have no idea. He left here an hour ago. Said he wouldn't be back till tomorrow." And you go, "Hey, man, you got you got a hundred bucks?" And I go, yeah, you know, back then you work all week, get about 200 bucks. And I was ready to, <laughs> hey, good time with half my money. I, I, I'm, I'm in. Well, Paul told me that he had the sure way to win at the dog track. And if I had 100 bucks and he put his 100 bucks, we'd bet together and we'd clean these people out, right? I'm all for it. I said, hell yeah, come pick me up. <laughs> He, I think it was the fastest I've ever lost a hundred bucks at the dog track. You were betting five or six bets. There's no way we can lose. There's a, this is what you told me. There's only one way we can lose. And right after the race, you go, that was the one way. <laughs> so, so uh, but yeah. you know what? It was a fun time. Yep. We got to ride in the Camaro again, all the way out. Where was that place at? Oh, Florida Avenue or? Yeah, the, the, the back when Tampa. Had Tampa the dog had track. a dog yeah, track. Bird Street. Bird, Bird and 275. Yeah. Special place. Oh. I can tell you that. Yeah, still is. Yeah. <laughs> Special people in the area. It was a good time, though. And those are the kind of memories that, you know, I cherish and are the best. What's amazing, Paul, is it seems like 
40 years goes by in a blink of an eye. I mean, when we look back. Oh, yeah, I'm 58, so 40 was 18. We started at 14, 15, yeah. And it just seemed, and, you know, wanted to grow up so quick. Myself as a kid hanging out with my brother's friends and seeing them drive cars and just wishing that time away. You know, and it's almost like now, if you had a wish, you'd go back to them. Oh, please. You know what I mean? But, ah, I mean, how you went to high school. You had 4,400 people at our high school. Yeah, and that you? was one high school in, in Brandon yeah. back then. There was no Armwood. There was no Bloomingdale. Yeah, where do you go now to, to, to have a good time with 4,000 friends? I remember I asked my brother what his graduating class was, and he said 1,700. Yeah, it was. I, I, mean, re I remember the last. How long does that take? Oh, all day. <laughs> yeah. The last guy was Mark Zorn. That's how long it was because he got to stand an ovation. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it's over. Yeah. At USF. Mark Zorn. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. And that back then, there wasn't a lot of schools like you got now. There were 11. Yeah. You're not counting Tampa Catholic or the private schools, but right. there were 11. Plant Be City was there. Yeah. Plant City. Late uh, East Bay and Brandon were yep. the East Hillsboro. Yep. Then you started, you know, south to north was uh, Robinson, Plant. Then you go King, Hillsborough, Jefferson, Lato, and Chamberlain. That was it. And Tampa Bay Tech. Right. Yeah, because in baseball, we played 20 games. One game with each school That's away right. and, home. and home game. Yeah. yeah. And then you played divisions and all that. Yeah. Such a good time. Brandon, I was talking about it earlier. I think about the old North Brandon um, back there behind Yates. And oh, all, I remember. Yeah, huh? How about all that? All the people, you know. You, your mom did such a, a great job raising three boys, and all three of y'all played baseball great. That was one thing they could do is hit the ball. You know, Keith might not have made it to practice. He was hanging out with me, but <laughs> he could hit the ball whether he went to practice or not. Run yeah. bases, field. It was, we uh, lived, literally lived at North Brandon. Yeah. Mom was the scorekeeper, and we were just there – Monday through Saturday. Right. Back in the day, people don't realize, Sunday you didn't play ball. It was church. And Wednesday you didn't play ball. It was right. church. Every other day. Every other day you were there. It was on. And, uh, yeah, I remember Derwood Harris was our coach for uh, Haverty's, the, the right. red team. And if it rained, we cried. Because <laughs> you couldn't play. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. literally cried because it was raining. Well, and there was nothing else to nothing. do. No, it was I baseball mean, season. Get on your bike and go. Yeah. Get yeah, out of here. That's funny. Yeah. And Brandon's come a long way, if you think about it, from when we were there. Uh, Parsons was a two-lane road. With a stop sign at 60. Yeah, and there was no lights to speak of. No. And we'd ride our bikes all over. I mean, I was thinking about where y'all lived and where my parents lived. We wouldn't hesitate to run over there or run back and forth. But today, you'd be having to give them a ride. You'd worry about them crossing Parsons. <laughs> oh, yeah. You well, know, remember, just... from from our house to y'all's, you would cut through the Mar uh, the Morgans. Yeah. And remember, they had that little trail. But the, what was the problem with cutting through the Morgans? Dogs. Waldo. <laughs> Dude, this little boxer was – he might as well had Satan horns because he'd sit there and wait. He'd and wait. he'd wait till you were halfway. You can't get away. No. <laughs> yeah. And it was just a, uh, you know. And what's funny, there were a lot of dogs in the neighborhood. Over at the, uh, on the way to the Margusons on Skyview, yeah. they had Shotzi. 
yeah. this silver Satan dog, like a <laughs> like a like a Doberman pincher that wasn't. Right. And you had to get by him. Oh hell, now everybody would be sued. Back then, oh. it was you, you you hold it on one side of the bike and try to pedal while you're fending off Shotzi yeah. or Waldo That's or. Right. Or, you know, one you, of our dogs. Or, you know, do you remember the back way to Brandon High School? Well, that was cutting through the BA, right. across the train tracks. And well, yeah. where that road goes down, they had the two Dobermans on the right. And the, the deal with those Dobermans, me and Burbage. Was that the Cobans? It could have been. Yeah. Uh, they were definitely aggressive. <laughs> I would call them an aggressive dog. Me and Burbage driving to the, and back then, which the kids today don't get to experience it, but they would open up the uh, high school gym in the oh, yeah. summer so kids had a place to go while the parents were working, and that's where it oh, was, we went. Yeah, yeah, it was time to have fun. And uh, I remember driving there. We figured out those Dobermans. If you didn't look at them, if you just rode by, and it was tough, they're right there where he's at barking. And you rode and didn't look, they'd never leave the yard. You give them one look, they're coming. You better be pumping them. Well, that's like, remember, to cut through the Yates. Did you, did you go to Yates or did you go I to? I did go to Yates. Okay. To cut through the Yates at the end of the street at Horseman was the football field. Right. And then if you hung a right, there was that yard right there with this mean dog. <laughs> and you had to jump the fence. To, to, and jump the other fence to get a, a very yeah. good shortcut to Yates. Right. Well, it got to be like someone would go to the left side of the fence and, and start, you know, antagonizing messing. Antagonizing. Antagonizing. <laughs> <laughs> you jumped the fence and everybody ran. And then he. What about the last guy? Well, that was the problem. He then, went back home. Well, no, then you try to get him, the oh. other people that had jumped, but this dog got smart. Yeah. He'd, okay, and then as soon as he'd see you. Did he ever get anybody? I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sure he did. But you wouldn't even tell nobody back then a dog oh, no. got you. Because you shouldn't have been in that yard. Yeah, you're bleeding. and yeah. you Oh, bit. no doubt. Yeah, it seems oh. like everybody had them back then. Now you got to worry about your dogs being on a leash and, yeah. you know, wherever we, you go. We, do you remember Zeke, the Irish setter we had? I remember the name. I, well, Zeke the flavor fruit. <laughs> Was that is that what you called it? Yeah, I remember that Zeke, this freaking sex addict. <laughs> so he, we, you know, back then, I, I love these country songs because they're true. You didn't lock your door, right? And in fact, we took off the screens to the 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 living room so Zeke could come in and out at will. Where you wouldn't have to let him out, right? And so you know, one day he disappeared for two or three days, mm. and we thought he was dead. You know, it's like I hadn't seen the dog in two or three days. Right. Uh, and then he comes rolling back after that, big bags under his eyes, <laughs> ate <laughs> a little drink, and slept for, you know, you days. You know what he was doing. Well, it's funny. Uh, uh, a couple of months later. Bunch of little Zeke's <laughs> running around dog, the neighborhood. At the door, dog says, the guy comes over here, eight little puppies. These are your dogs. <laughs> And they left them. Y'all were happy as can be. Oh, you? yeah. It's like Zeke looks up like, uh, uh hey. What me? Good. I have to go on the Springer show. Yeah, they, that, don't, they don't look anything like me. That baby yeah. don't look He's like He's like, where's Maury Povich? I'm funny. not the father. Yeah, there was a lot uh, of that. Oh, it yeah. Was, it was a good time. I can tell you, I do not regret whatsoever growing up in Brandon. No. One of the best towns. It's a little different now. A lot of new people in there, but it's still amazing. You go on social media or different sites, or I see people coming in the store, and there's still a lot of those people around from our 
Oh, it's like the beer oh, tent on front yeah. the Nativity on Friday. I look yeah. forward to it. Yeah. You know, people you haven't seen, you know, but you see them once a year. Right. Yeah, and they, they show up. It's yeah. fun. Yeah, it's I agree with you. I it was a great place to uh, grow up. You know what the problem with the beer tent is in myself? It's the middle of hunting season. Really? And I'm usually 99% chance. I have. I did go up there probably about six years ago Yeah. for a short time. Got to see Billy play. I hadn't seen Billy McKnight in forever. And a lot of the people in there, Bob Woodkey was in yeah, there. I mean, yeah. and all those wrestlers and Ox man. Baker and his brother, man. the Baker clan. They've been around forever. Yeah, they've been around forever. That's for sure. I've seen seen them all down there, and it's good to see those people. It brings up those memories of what we used to have and what we're doing now. And your your office now is right in the middle of Brandon, right? Yeah, Lumpston and Parsons. Yeah, yeah. The old uh, Lee Elam's office. And what do you all specialize in, Paul? Uh, personal injury. You know, uh, of course, car accidents are the bread and butter. Uh, dog bites, you know, slip and falls. I, I literally filed a lawsuit today. Uh, a guy's at the hospital, and a chair collapsed, and he hurt his back. Just So basically, if you're injured due to someone else's negligence, you know, we some medical malpractice, nursing homes, just, you know, basically if you're hurt due to the I call it the negligence or the stupidity of somebody else. Well, and one of the things that, you know, I want people to know my opinion on, I was talking to my mom today about it, and we were talking about, you know, my brother passed away, lawyers had contacted him and that kind yeah. of stuff. And, and back then it, it was looked at different, but I'm going to tell you something today. Insurance companies, we got to have them but they're not really your friend. Oh, zero. They pay somebody, and I've seen it through our repair business, they pay somebody to try to get it down for less. And I'm gonna tell you my own experiences with car accidents. I've never made a penny, and it wasn't my fault. Insurance companies will back out of that stuff to where I'm in a vehicle, not my fault, getting a wreck, and money's coming out of my pocket to fix my vehicle. And that's where you need Paul Reed. Um, if you don't have representation, the first thing they're going to want to do with you, give me a statement. Give me a recorded statement. And I would assume your advice to somebody is talk to somebody like yourself, no matter what happened, whether it's your fault, their fault, you don't know whose fault, have somebody represent you. And an attorney is working for you, not the insurance companies. No, I agree. It's just, it's funny because, you know, you pay for insurance and a lot of money for, for years and years and years. And it's the only industry that has scared individuals to buy a product and not use it. Right. Because, oh, well, geez, if I, if I, if I make a claim on my insurance, my policy premiums are going to go up for three years and I can't afford it. It's, I, I reckon it's like going to Publix putting all your food in a cart, taking it up to the counter, paying for the food, they bag up the food, and you leave without your food. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what it's like. I mean, in it's case like... you need food. <laughs> and then when you need, need food, food, you're going to starve. Wow. If you, yeah. if you take this food, the next time you come back, that food's going to be five yeah. times the amount it is now. Well, well I don't that... want that food. And that's what they want you to think. It amazes me, the hurricanes we've had here, um, and how it will affect people that have never put in a claim. Um, it, you know, somebody who's west 
of 75. All of a sudden, we don't cover you anymore because of hurricanes, and they've never put a claim in. So they definitely aren't watching that. Insurance is there to take care of you if something happens. Um, my go-to. Yeah, in theory. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. On that note, talking about hurricanes, the floods in California, I read, and I don't know if it's true, but let's just assume it is, less than 10% of the people have flood insurance. Well, your regular homeowner's insurance isn't going to cover it. So they're all screwed. Yeah, and that's crazy. Because, because and I even said that to our insurance company. I said, how can you weasel out of giving me flood? I want my house insured. Somewhere along the lines, they've let them sell that as extra. Correct. And that's where, in my eyes, if you got insurance that covers this building, it covers this building. If it's an act well, of God, but if for, it's any hey, of that. But for fire, wind, or flood. <laughs> right, right. And Everything not, else you're covered. Right. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it's sad. And uh, that's what's good about Paul. Anytime I've ever needed advice, I give Paul a call. He's always steered me the right way. My partner, Matt Slap, he's used his advice and said, I don't handle those cases, and he sent me off, but it always went to somebody good. My first call, I'd recommend read and read they're good people let them know what's going on he's going to guide you the right way he's not looking for you know he's got more than one case in hillsborough county right now i promise you that <laughs> it's you funny know. you say that because you know like a marital law family law right people will call and i did it a couple times i'll never do it again it's too emotional Right. But I'll call now and they'll say, yeah, if you want to lose your house, your kids, your dog, and your money, I'm your man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Other than that, you call A, B, or C, you right. know, and criminal law. Yeah, if you want to go to prison, I'll help you. Yeah. But, you know, because, you know, it, it's like the jack of all trades. You know a, a little about a lot of things. That's right. Well, I don't. I know a lot about one thing, and that's right. the personal injury. And you don't want your lawyer to know a little bit about everything. That's because right. He's going to go up or she's going to go up against that person. That's all they do. Right. And you're going to end up probably not faring well. Well, and I can tell you from my experience, I'm not somebody who's been in, not recently anyway, a lot of trouble <laughs> where I need attorneys. I've done some real estate transactions, and I'll be honest with you, I did not deal with a real estate person. No. I dealt with an attorney, and I felt like the attorney had my interest in him, you know, was the main thing, and that's why I'm going to – continue to do things that way and at least consult with somebody um my recommendation ta mahoney is with reed and reed paul i appreciate you coming no, out today. thanks for having us now uh the, the the fellas in the background did my uh australian shepherd make an appearance <laughs> that's yeah. that's millie light l-i-t-e all right millie light reed millie's gonna be big time she's gonna be famous <laughs> like her daddy she uh she loves coming to the office Good yeah deal, when man. i get up in the morning she jumps in the car at about 4 30 the damn dog can tell time because at about 4 30 she's like let's go it's time to go we got to beat the traffic right and it's she's a she's a piece of work how does uh give us your website out real quick paul uh Need, N-E-E-D-R-E-E-D.com, needread.com, like, you know, you Great. need read. That's right. Yeah. And you're over there in Brandon yep. off Lumsden. Correct. Great, man. Yeah, and stop in anytime. Stop in, say hi, say hello to Millie. Uh, she'll greet you at the door. We may get him on some video this year in Louisiana. Paul's going to venture up there with the son, and uh, 
hopefully catch some big fish with yeah. Paul. I appreciate you coming out. Catch buddy. a whale. Yeah. There no, you go. thanks for having us. It was a great time. Yep. We'll see y'all next time. We'll have one coming up soon.